0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. And this week, it is our favorite kind of episode. It is time for listener Q&A. Yay! Yay! We have a bunch of questions, so we are super excited to get to that. But first, you know we have to do our hot take. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, the hot take. I don't know. This could be a hot one. I don't really know. We'll have to see. Um so now that character dining has basically almost completely returned to Walt Disney World and Universal and characters are back um Disney recently announced that Enchanted Tales with Belle is coming back and all of that sort of good stuff I thought it would be a good time to talk about our personal opinions about character dining do do we like like is dining our preferred way to to meet the characters
1: What say you? I mean I'll start because I'm sure I have the hottest of the takes but I don't like character dining. I'm an adult. I'm rarely dining with children. Not that I don't like the characters like I'll be the first one to run and give Alice and Wonderland a hug but when I'm eating I just want to eat. I want to sit. I want to have my food. I want to have nice conversation and like I don't know. I don't have any children with me so it's awkward like Here's Winnie the Pooh coming up to give me a hug. I don't want a hug. You think it's weird that I'm there by myself anyway. Like, just let me eat my, my you know, French toast loaf and, and go away. I don't like it. <laughs> Not to say that I don't like the restaurants. Like Tusker House, I love the food at Tusker House. So if I want to eat there, I have to go put up with Mickey and Minnie and all of them coming over to say hi. and Hi, guys. Thank you. Keep walking. It just a nuisance to me. <laughs> Charlotte, what do you think?
2: Well, I think, number one, it depends on the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Because some of the restaurants, I think, are worth it for character dining. Some are not. So, Tusker House, yeah, it's a great restaurant. So, characters, yes. So, I am a sucker for a character. You guys have seen me see a character and run off. Um, <laughs> I, when she
0: sees Mickey every time. Yeah, um, every time.
2: for sure. But, I mean, I, I met characters at Legoland. I met characters at the Space Center. It doesn't matter. If I see a character... AKA a person dressed up officially in a costume. I am going to go meet that character. That's what are you (laughs) talking about? What are you, Charlotte, what are you saying? Those characters aren't real. (laughs) Um, But I will go meet that character every time. So I see character dining as a decent way to meet characters. I don't think it's the best way Mm -hmm. to meet characters. Um, If you're going to sit down for dinner anyway, or for lunch or breakfast, you might as well pick a good restaurant that has characters. However, there are some that are just kind of... The shtick is the characters, I guess, to yeah. put it that way. And mm-hmm. I don't think the restaurants are worth the characters. <laughs> Chef Mickey's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the, pr- the price of such an expensive...
1: Because it's a lot more expensive to eat. Yeah, it, they're so, so expensive. They Why? So, so you can give the mouse a hug? Like, it's crazy.
2: Yeah. So... I think there are better maybe places to meet characters than just in the magic kingdom like go find another place mm-hmm. that will have the characters like um one of my favorite places to meet mickey mouse would be at disney's animal kingdom because it's just less popular than
0: yeah like the character outpost over there yeah
2: mm-hmm. so there are a lot of good ways to do it besides the dining that's my Yes. There are, of course, at Disneyland. I don't know if there's, they still have them, but remember we met the Brother Bear characters that one time. I think Heather was there, at yes. Storyteller's Cafe, and there you can't meet those anywhere. Now Brother Bear wasn't super popular, but you know there are characters you can't meet other than at dining. And if you really want to do that, then I think that's good. But yeah, yeah that's my opinion.
0: I'm always completely conflicted about character meals because I love a character. Like I, I'm almost forty-nine years old in a few months, and I'm. doesn't bother me if I, its on the other hand, I'm also an extreme introvert. So (laughs) there are times where I just want to eat my meal. So I deliberately plan for that. Like I accept that if I am going to a character meal, then I'm going to meet characters. I'm going to be enthusiastic about it. I'm going to be happy to see them. I'm going to get up, I'm going to hug, take a picture, whatever. Um, but I'm deliberately I'm not going to specifically choose like i'm not I'm never going to choose to go to Cinderella's royal table. I'm never going to choose to go to Chef Mickey. Like the characters aren't going to be the reason I choose a restaurant. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I it has adore to least Tusker least have House good food. Yeah. It has to have good food. So
2: you're you're also going to have better photos if you don't do it at a restaurant.
0: yes. Um, and also it's so awkward cause inevitably I've got like my fork halfway to my mouth uh-huh. when it shows yes. up and I'm like chewing and I'm trying to like, it's
1: leave me alone. Let me awful. eat my food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the worst is when, if it happens to be a slower day or right kind of in between the tables changing oh gosh, and then, I mean, you know, yeah. Tigger comes over like six times and I'm like, man, I've met you. Thank you. But I always feel like,
0: have you guys ever been to, well, not Heather, but has anybody been to like a Brazilian steakhouse? Yeah. where they give you the yeah. little green or red coaster on the table and, and it's you, green like, if you want the them to come over yeah. and it's red if you don't. Right. I feel like character meals need those. Like, if I'm if I'm on red, like, keep it moving, buddy. I'm enjoying my Tusker house, whatever it is. You know, couscous and salad.
1: Wave and be on your way. Yeah. Right, exactly. If it's green, come on over, give me a hug.
0: I'm happy to see. Like, I would love to see that type of communication. I also think it would be really ha- helpful for um You know, kids that have special needs or whatever are on the autism spectrum or are neurodivergent like myself, you know, I think it would be really helpful to have that type of nonverbal communication to just let the characters know sort of what's up.
1: That's a smart idea. Yeah, Yeah, I like that idea. I also, if I want to meet a character, like I think Disneyland does it way better than Disney World does where it's just...
2: So much
1: like you'll be walking through fantasy land and all of a sudden, Oh my gosh, there's Merida. There's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Oh my, you're going to ride the teacups with Alice and the Mad Hatter. Oh my goodness. Like it just, uh, they just happen to appear like it's like, more organic. It should be. And there's no line to meet them. Yeah, There's somehow they're just there. Somebody takes a picture and then somebody else. Like it, it's, not chaos though like it's very yeah. organized yeah. but it's not i'm gonna wait for 45 minutes to meet this princess like they're, they're just there because that's yep. where they live and it it just to me it's more fun more organic more spontaneous and that gets me more excited like oh my gosh it's winnie the pooh versus okay yeah here you are at my table i don't that know that is one
2: of the good things about some of the character interactions during uh the pandemic when you couldn't meet them but like winnie the pooh would come out and, by like, the play,
1: butterfly yeah. garden at Epcot, and and just play. And I
0: can, love that. I love really that. wish though that had continued.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, I listen. I understand that there's people listening who have toddlers, and like they need to meet Anna and Elsa or Cinderella. Like, and this is a great way to knock them all out. Get all the princesses out in one meal. You don't have to spend the whole day. Like, I get that, but for me personally, I don't have a toddler at home, so. It's just a waste of money and time a character meal unless it's really good food and I want to eat there and then I have to suffer through the awkward like, "Hi, yeah. how are you?" Some
0: character some character meals are are better than others. I think if I have a choice between Cinderella's Royal Table and Akershus I'm picking Akershus Yeah, I've Absolutely. never eaten it either. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Well, the only time again I'm
1: not, I yet. don't like character meals. I don't care. The yeah. only time
2: I've ever eaten at Cinderella's Royal Table, there were no characters there. It was all the oh. honeymoon, <laughs> and it was before they. It was before they did characters. So, oh, how funny! Yeah, yeah.
0: no, I think it's uh, you know, and uh, like if I have to see Mickey, I'm not picking Chef Mickey's. I'm picking Tusker House, and I have to, you know. So there's stuff. There's a hierarchy of character meals. Even if you yeah. love a character meal, um, there's there's still some that are better than others, and it's probably not the ones you think.
1: Like Crystal yeah. Palace is a great character meal for breakfast, but I don't yes. want to go for lunch or dinner, the food is awful. But the breakfast is phenomenal. I don't think yeah, I've nine, ever been for lunch uh, or dinner. I think I've only ever. I've, had been, I've been once for lunch and once for dinner, and it was like it was. Uh, it was okay. It was, it was a buffet, yeah. like no big deal. But for some reason, their buffet breakfast is like, whoa! I could eat here every morning. Yeah, nineteen hundred yep. part fare. That's yeah, kind that's, of, that's
2: really
1: great, yeah. meal. So,
2: and so there's good. I just yeah just do your research ask people, I think there are better, certainly yeah. better interactions than others. So
0: yeah, I agree. All right. Coming up next, we have listener questions and woof, we've got a bunch. So <laughs> buckle up. Stay tuned. If you're like me, you have post-its and scraps of paper and receipts and places that you have jotted notes down on, and they're probably scattered all over your house. Nope. Just me? (laughs) That can't possibly be true. But if you are like me and you're looking for a way to organize all of your plans for your upcoming Disney, Universal, or other vacation, look no further. Disney Park Princess has created a series of vacation planning journals designed by each of your Disney park princesses three separate covers one by me one designed by heather and one designed by charla and if you look at these covers you can instantly tell who designed which one <laughs> Go to DisneyParkPrincess.com, click on Shop, our must-have items and gift guides, and in the drop-down box, click Shop. You can also purchase these directly on Amazon, but of course, we hope that you go through our website. So whether you like the classic navy blue and pink of my cover, the gold and rose gold elegance of Heather's cover, or the 90s-inspired colors on Charla's cover, or maybe you want the entire set, go to DisneyParkPrincess.com and click on Shop. Thanks! All right, let's get into it. Uh, Charlie, you want to read the first one?
2: Sure. So, f- first of all, to all these people who have uh, written us, welcome home. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, we're sorry. you <laughs> like, already gone. Very true. Um, I know, I looked, we haven't done a listener question since um, April of 2022. Oh, wow. Has not really been that long? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. There's no way. My goodness. Um, so, I I just looked at it this morning. So, we're going to um, start with. I gotta okay. Teresa's question. All right. So this says, "Good morning. Our family has not taken a full Disney trip in over ten years. Uh, they did go to Magic Kingdom for the Halloween party for one day. Um, our middle school is graduate. Our middle school child is graduating from high school. Oh, our middle child. <laughs> middle child. There middle you child. Go. <laughs> you can tell we're about to enter middle school here because I've got middle school on the brain." Um, <laughs> Our middle child is graduating high school this year, so we are taking a Christmas week trip. I know it will be crazy crowded, but I think if we go with realistic expectations, we will still have a magical time. My sister and I are teachers and my husband has a lawn care business, so we don't have the luxury of going during non-peak times. We are traveling with a party of 12, so we have rented a house off property in Davenport, Florida. I have a few questions and hopefully someone can help me. Okay, so here's our first question. Is undercover tourist a trusted site to buy tickets they seem to be a tad cheaper than the disney website um so yes it is a trusted site Uh, um and And we have an affiliate link for yes we do have an affiliate link for that so you can find that i'll put it in the show notes but um uh, undercover tourist, and there are i'm sure there are some other reputable sites although i can't think of any off the top of my head um they take the small yeah maple leaf used to. I, i think they're still in business um yep they take the small amount of commission that travel agents get from disney tickets and that that's how they get their discount. so they they kind of give the some of the commission back it, um so it's not a i mean there's not a ton of commission on those so it's not a ton but with if you've got 12 people that's that could be a lot of savings so that's a good way to do it but definitely don't buy from one of those like florida welcome centers or something like that all
0: right. All right.
2: So. We lost not- Heather, by the way.
0: Hopefully she'll be back in a minute. Oh. But she, she lost internet, so.
2: Oh, okay. oh no. There she We're is. Back. I see her. We're She's back. back. Ta-da. All right. So I, number two. When, when can we make our park reservations if we aren't staying on site? As soon as you have tickets. There's no, um, I mean, I guess the dates go out a certain amount, but you could do that. As soon as you, you have to have tickets first, but then you could do it. When can we make advanced dining reservations if we aren't staying on site? 60 days. 60 days. One day before, at a time. Right. 60 days yeah. before each each day, each meal. Yeah. Uh, is Chef Mickey's Breakfast still a character meal? We we're hoping to do that on New Year's Eve. It is. But as we <laughs> just said. <laughs> it not, is. We're going we to recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still fun. Yeah. So have fun. But it's just not the best food. Uh, what are the typical hours of parks during that week all
1: day. all the hours <laughs> i think it's closed for like two hours a day it's yeah, and that's yeah. about it's, it gonna be,
2: it's going to be like 8 a.m to midnight or 9 a.m yeah, to midnight something so, like that yeah yeah it's gonna be really crowded um all right so and then she just says thanks so much so that's the end. So teresa i hope you had a great time and let us know how how it was or if maybe it's this year that you're going but um i hope it's a i hope you had a really good time
0: Yeah, I hope so. All right, I'll do the next question. Uh, This is from Stephanie. My question is regarding the scooters. Where is the best spot for me to go for scooter information? I know we can rent from outside companies and it would be cheaper, but how convenient will it be? We're staying at Fort Wilderness. Can we rent a scooter from the park each day? If we park hop, do we take the scooter with us? Thanks. So I absolutely recommend renting from an outside company. And the reason is, is that you will get a scooter for your entire stay, especially if you're staying at Fort Wilderness, which is very large. Um, if you rent the park scooters, you can only use it in that park. So say you rent the Magic Kingdom in the morning, and then at 2 p.m. you're planning to hop over to Epcot. You would return your scooter at the end of your Magic Kingdom day. They'll give you a receipt. You show your receipt when you get to Epcot and pick up a different scooter there. So you would not have your scooter for the transportation you know on the monorail to epcot from the magic kingdom you wouldn't have it at the end of the day you wouldn't have it getting into the park in the beginning i, I just i really recommend using one of the approved yeah. outside vendors
2: or for park hopping itself in some ways it may be more convenient to not have one like just for you know getting on the bus or on the monorail or whatever but At the beginning and the end of the day, you're really going to want it. I think, Um, especially getting off. If you're taking the bus back to Fort Wilderness, getting off that bus and making your way back to your campsite or cabin, or cabin, you're going to want the scooter.
0: That could be a really long walk. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, All right, Heather. Why don't you tackle this next one since it's uh, your
1: park? (laughs) I mean, I grew up going to Disney World. Disneyland's only recently. No, it's official. (laughs) No, it's your park. This question is from Melissa. We're sorry we missed your trip, but she said she will be at Disneyland in September and they're staying at the Best Western Plus Pavilions right across from Disneyland. My question, if we walk down Disneyland Drive, will we run right into the downtown Disney area and the monorail station? I thought so, but then looking closer at the map on the app, it looks like there is a bridge the road goes under. How do we set up get up to the monorail station or canway. So actually you'd, I'm sure you've already figured this out, but for anybody else that might be considering this, you don't have to go on Disneyland drive. You actually won't be anywhere near Disneyland drive. Um, the best Western plus, um, maybe not pavilions, pavilions is further away. Um, but if you stay at the park place Inn, um or just the standard uh, Best Western Plus Anaheim Inn, they're directly across from Disneyland. So you just kind of cross Harbor Boulevard and go right on in. Um, And then you don't even need to get to the monorail because you're just gonna be at the front gates. the sec- she has a second question she says the phantasmic show do you still have to get a fast pass ticket in the morning for the nighttime show thank you so much and i'm getting so excited no you don't have to get a fast pass um but then you're going to be waiting <laughs> for about four hours at night just sitting there waiting um disneyland people are crazy about phantasmic and there's not reserved seating it's just literally in the middle of the park so they start lining up um and staking out their spots a good four to five hours ahead of time yeah so if you don't want to do that and you are not okay just kind of rolling up at the last second and and seeing what you can see then yes you should get a fast pass in the do they morning. still have the they don't have fast pass, pass they have, have the um they're not reserved fast passes now but they're um Virtual queues, I suppose you would call uh-huh. them, uh, um, yeah. that you would do from the app, and then yes, it would be reserved seating, um, which they've only just recently started to bring back because Fantasmic only just recently came back. Yeah,
2: and if anybody hasn't been to Disneyland and seen Fantasmic,
1: it is far superior there to the one at Walt Disney. World. Oh my god, it's so much better! I, mean, I don't even watch. Don't even watch the Disney World, the Disney World yeah, one. And if you <laughs> well, like no. the Disney World one, your your mind will be blown Absolutely. if you go to Disneyland and see I'm it. I'm
2: excited. See the what the new one at Walt well, Disney World when it when it opens to see what they've changed, but
1: yeah,
2: it's still going to be superior to Disneyland, I guarantee. You this. Oh, <laughs> and there is something
1: about that being right—like you're right on top of the Rivers of America, yeah. which is where it's performed. Um, you know, it's nice to have the stadium like they do in Florida because you you know you can sit comfy and you don't have to squish in. But there's something about being right on top of the yeah. show—you feel like you're a part of it.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, and there's something I don't know about the sort of the the viewing aspect of it. Like at Disney World, the show, like the dragon, is above you, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, Disney World, depending on where you're sitting, you're you could be looking directly at it. It just doesn't have the same impact, I think. No, it's more just because like of a th- the viewing angle.
1: It's more like a theater in um, Disneyland, in that you have like a limited viewing. Like you said, you're right in front of the show, and so like you are on the level with the dragon and it's scary, but also you have limited view where in, so you can't see what floats are coming out next. And so it's kind of like a surprise when things come into and out of view, where in Disney world, if you're all the way up in the back, like you can see everything. And so, you (laughs) know, who's coming out next and what the next sequence is. And it's just, it's not the same experience at all.
0: Yeah. Right. Agreed.
1: All right, Charlotte, you want to read the next one? Sure
2: okay this is to this is from stephanie,
1: stephanie uh um,
2: morgan mm-hmm. we know stephanie. all right so question one uh follow-up to vip tours what happens if you have more than 10 people i know you have to have <coughs> a second tour guide but can you all sit together separate at times and come back together have you ever done a large group like 15 how did that work so yes to all those questions
1: yes to um, everything <laughs> yep. you can have
2: you ha- yes, you will yes, yes. have to have a second tour guide um and you can stay together and you could split up doesn't really matter as long as you are within the hours and parameters then you can do whatever you whatever you want to do uh one group can go with one guide and do whatever and the other group can go with the other guide and do whatever they want you can again.
1: also if you're even if you have just one guide and you're under 10 you can also split up as well there's been many times where you know five of us wanted to go on this ride and five of us wanted to go on the other so the guide will put you on put some people on that first ride walk the other group over to the other ride come back and get the other group and then you all meet up afterwards right. so that's possible mm-hmm. but yes with two guides it's obviously a lot easier to do that but for the most part you would be together the entire day unless you specifically requested Mm -hmm. going in your each own directions
2: yeah and the more people that you have together the slower you're gonna be I mean that's just that's just how it is and that's okay because the guides can help you uh, move the most efficient way possible so okay all right. Her second question. I am a DVC no- member and was looking to book rooms at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I know you have said Savannah View is the way to go, but you also talk about concierge level. I can't tell from the description of the concierge level is all Savannah View rooms as well. I assume, but you know what they say about that. <laughs> I thought maybe you ladies had said concierge level at Animal Kingdom Lodge and let me know.
1: I have stayed uh, concierge at Animal Kingdom and I've stayed concierge at Animal Kingdom with DVC. Um, so, no, all DVC rooms on the concierge level are not Savannah View. There are some that are pool view. So, you have to specifically book the concierge Savannah View room. Um, and they only have studios and one-bedroom villas. I think they may have changed this, but I'm pretty sure it's only one-bedroom and studios that are um on the concierge level at animal kingdom lodge and the one bedroom villas are not on the same floor as the concierge level. They are one floor down. Uh,
2: I am almost positive that if you pay not with your DVC points, but with your cash, then all of these concierge rooms are Savannah view.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. probably. Um, no, cause they have some concierge standard B rooms. Okay. Which you don't want because those look over the the parking lot, and nobody wants to pay that much money to look at a parking lot. Um, <laughs> but the DVC ones, I, I specifically stayed in a pool view one, and it was cool because you're actually right next to the um, the concierge lounge. Because where the lounge is located, it's at the front of the resort. So the, if you want a Savannah view room, you're located completely across the floor from. The concierge lounge. Not that that's a problem. You can walk your, you know, two minutes to get to the lounge. Like, you can do that. Uh, It's not, you know, down one of the crazy hallways. But um, the pool view rooms are going to be the ones that are right next to um, the lounge. Yeah. The
2: uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge has one of the best concierge lounges. I
1: think it's the best one I've ever stayed at. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right. uh, Last
0: question. Good afternoon, Disney Park princesses. First of all, I love your podcast. It feels like I'm listening to friends sitting around talking about Disney World. You are. <laughs> <laughs> I started listening to Disney Park Princess because of my travel agent Heather, who is awesome, by the way. Oh, thank you, Karen.
1: <laughs> we agree.
0: I have a question about adventures by disney in 2023 i am turning 50 oh i'm right behind you karen by one year uh, <laughs> i'm thinking of treating myself to an adventures by disney trip in either 2023 or 2024 depending on how fast i can save the money i would be going alone as it's way out of the price range of my friends i'm looking at an adult only perhaps to england france and italy are there other people that go on adventures by disney trips by themselves or is it mostly couples and people and people that know each other what kind of atmosphere is it like as i'm shy and a bit of an introvert. Thank you, Disney Park Princess. I look forward to more podcasts. Sincerely, Karen.
1: I mean, I. It's all of the above, Karen. All of the above. Yeah. There's families, if it's not an adults only trip, there's groups of friends, there are couples, there's family, especially in the adults only trips.
0: I think you get more singles.
1: Absolutely. I think every single ABD I've been on, there has been at least one single, usually more. Yeah. Um, But what I like about ABD is regardless of whether you're a single, you're a couple or you're a family, everybody leaves like you by day two, you feel like you're a family. You're all thrown into this new experience. You're doing things that people back home have never done. And it just somehow it bonds you all together so so that. You're sitting with everybody at dinner. Well, you know, let's go out to dinner together. Can we sit together tonight? Who do you want to sit next to each other on the bus? Everybody's exchanging emails and phone numbers. Like, you are a huge family. During like By the end of that trip, like everybody's crying because they have to go home and leave these people that they just met.
0: Yeah, that dinner on the last night can be rough. <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. Like, you just sob and sob. Even if you're not prone to crying, like, everybody is crying. Yeah. And I think um, the adventure guides also do a really good job of, like, if you're introverted, if you're there by yourself. Like, they kind of, like, pull you out of your shell. They want to mm-hmm. make sure everybody is included. Yeah. Um. So, you know, so nobody's just sitting in the corner by themselves. They kind of get everybody involved in talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I think there are probably... I don't know. I like. I think there are some adventures that maybe lend themselves a little more to being a solo traveler than others. I don't know. Especially for the adult only. I would think like, I don't know. I, maybe this is just me, but I think like France is such like a romantic destination. You know, that might be more couple driven. Um.
1: Although the first time you and I went to France was together. That's so. true. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you didn't have romantic feelings, Heather? I'm. I'm hard. I mean, I'm hard. I, I, you didn't let me cuddle in bed at night, so I that's don't true.
0: know. Well, that's because nobody wants to cuddle with me. You've both seen how I sleep. I, so
1: I, no, I, Charlotte and I cuddle in bed. And
0: cuddled.
2: That's just fine. Thank you very
0: much. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but but really, I mean, the, that's the best thing about Adventures by Disney is there's something for everybody. Whether you're a solo traveler or a couple or a family or friends or whatever. Um, Terribly. Yeah,
1: I don't think you have to feel awkward about it. I mean, I've done it ABDs by myself, too. Those particular ones happen to be training for work. But still, like, I didn't feel uncomfortable being there by myself, not knowing a single person, you know, like, and I'm very shy and very introverted. And I was having, like, slight panic attacks before I went, and, oh, what if nobody likes me? What if nobody talks to me? And by hour two, like, you just you feel like you're traveling with your best friends. So I don't think you have to worry about that, Um, you know, and. Like I said, the adventure guides are there. So even if there's nobody on the trip you want to talk to, you can talk to them and (laughs) you'll be just fine. They're the best.
0: All right. Well, that does it for our questions for this episode. We promise to do another episode sooner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we can Uh, answer your questions before you travel. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We may not get to it in season two, but we will definitely have one early in season three. So please Email us at uh, info at disneyparkprincess.com. Thank you so much to everybody that has bought our journal. I was just talking Yay. to somebody the other day that got one for Christmas and she was so excited and it made me so happy. We created these theme park planning journals. We each designed a cover. I have one. Heather has one. Charlotte has one. Um, so you can buy whichever one appeals to your particular aesthetic or buy the whole set. They're available on Amazon and you can check our website as well. Um, so thank you so much to all of those who have supported our little pet project. Um, our, our version of crafting. <laughs> for the,
1: for last year. It was yeah. very hard work <laughs> for me. Not, sorry, Probably Charlotte, not for Charlotte, 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 Charlotte but yeah. it was not hard sure. work
0: for me. <laughs> but for us, yeah, for Heather and I. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so that does it for this week. Next week, I don't remember what the topic is. Surprise.
1: You'll find out when we find out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, coming up next on our, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Coming up next on our Patreon Extra, what do we do when the day is over, if it's ever over, uh, to relax after work? So um, we have very different answers on this. So stay tuned. If you are not a Patreon member, you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess to help support us. This allows us to continue to create content, both in our blog and our podcast and YouTube videos. Um, And it's basically what keeps this little dog and pony show going. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.